Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan, and it's great to be with you today. I'm glad you could carve out about a half an hour to spend with me. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern. And as you know, those of you who listen in each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80%. That's right. Actually, I think it's 81% of all the spending, the woman. Well, today we're going to be talking about Mommies Online, and I have an expert coming up who can certainly talk the talk and walk the walk. But before we get to her, I want to talk a, a little bit about some data I found on eMarketer.com talking about um, the growing number of Mommies Online, specifically women with children. Um, in fact, more than 40% of all women who go online in the United States, there's about 35 million of us out there, are moms who have kids under age 18 at home. So that's a ton of women online, uh, 40% of that, 35 million. Um, it really has become a tool for busy and time-starved moms. Um, we all can relate. We know what it's like. We don't have time to go shopping. We don't have time to drive to the grocery store. Now with a click of the button, we can get our groceries delivered to our doorstep, and we can get our clothes delivered to our doorstep. It's really incredibly convenient for moms. And, in fact, more than 8 out of 10 moms go online at least once a month. That's compared with 68% of all women. So, in other words, women who aren't moms, 8 in 10 moms, 8 out of 10 moms, I should say, go online. Um, according to some Simmons Consumer Research, um, Internet usage rate rises to 94% among women who are pregnant or expect to have a child in the next year. So just the idea that they might have children actually bumps up their Internet usage. I found that to be fascinating. And I'm suspecting that a lot of women are going online to do a lot of research, prenatal research, um, postnatal research, trying to determine what products to buy for their child or expectant child, that type of thing. Um, in fact, nearly half, um, nearly 47% of women um, surveyed by the same group said that they use the Internet more since having a child. So the mere act of having a child, again, will bump up their Internet usage. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that moms are just spending all or even most of their time online dealing with parenting issues, according to this survey. Um, they're, they're doing a lot of other things. They're not only researching products for their family, uh, but for themselves and for their friends, um, trying to gather more information on hobbies and things that they really enjoy spending any amount of spare time that they might have on. Uh, they're visiting portals. Um, they're checking out entertainment sites search engine, navigation sites, that type of thing. So a large number of them are actually online trolling for a lot more information unrelated to their children. Um, but we also know that women are um, doing a lot of shopping online, as I mentioned before. Babycenter.com found that 68% of moms regularly make purchases online, and um, a lot of them, of course, are on babycenter.com, according to Babycenter. Uh, 
purchasing items for their children. Now, we know the economy, of course, is having an impact on spending across the board. And as you can suspect, moms, uh, probably more than any other group, are really considering how they are spending their dollars. So um, they're really out there searching for deals. Um, So you can depend on them to be searching online for the best deals, um, price shopping, uh, bargain shopping, comparing prices, that type of thing. So uh, marketers out there... Uh, The way to reach mom, even those who are expecting children who haven't yet had children but are certainly planning to have a child, is online. I want to talk a little bit about our purse profile for the day, Prada professionals. Now, these are women who can afford to buy pretty much anything that they want to, even in this day and age, in this economy. Um, But, and a lot of them are women. They're working women. In fact, um, a lot of them... 60% of them are parents. Their median age are 36 years old. They graduated from college. In fact, three-quarters of them graduated from college, and three-quarters of them are married. They are making a good dollar. Median household income is $150,000, and a lot of them live in cities. They are very fashionable. They're keeping their eye on the fashion world, very uh, look-oriented, concerned about uh, cosmetics and clothing. They want to keep young-looking. They want to stand out in the crowd. They value their relationships and are, in, are very confident about their style. Um, they also feel like that they can reward themselves a little bit. They work really hard, so they feel like they can invest in quality quality clothing, uh, designer labels to improve their image, that type of thing. They do consider themselves to be practical, however, and feel like they are good at managing their money, um, and they are very determined problem solvers. They feel like that they are perfectionists, they can juggle many, many things at one time, and they value that, but they also feel like there's more to life than just work. Their home life is incredibly important to them, um, and so is the environment. In fact, they're very focused on purchasing environmentally responsible products and services. So uh, keep that in mind as you're trying to connect with this woman. Um, She's reading magazines, viewing cable and television um, for entertainment, also getting her information online, very much like the mommy I talked about just a little bit earlier. She's reading magazines like Real Simple, Harper's Bazaar, In Style, Shape, Vanity Fair, Martha Stewart, Living. She's watching E, Food Network, Fine Living, TLC, and Discovery Health Channel. And again, she's online checking out news, money, and travel sites like Orbis. Ask, CNN, MSN, New York Times, Amazon.com. So um, this is a woman that has some money to spend in this really kind of rocky economy. Plus, as I already talked about, a lot of them are, are mommies, and we know mommies are online and they are shopping They may be bargain shopping, but they're definitely purchasing. And a woman who's going to be joining me today, Kristen Chase, certainly knows all about Mommies Online. She herself is a mom, a blogger, and an entrepreneur. Kristen is speaking at one of the largest conventions for bloggers coming up this month. Specifically, these are bloggers who speak female. She'll let us in on some new and different ways companies like yours can tap into powerful blogging communities to help spread the good word about your products and your services. So stick around. Kristen Chase is going to join me right after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Need help improving your PPC campaigns? Tired of spending all your time swamped with spreadsheets and manual updates? Turn to Adapt SEM software to optimize your campaigns and to reach your goals. Adapt SEM is one of the most affordable and reliable tools on the market for improving PPC campaigns. 
Adapt SEM not only optimizes your bids, but also gives you keyword suggestions, competitive research, and helps to test ads all in one place at flat rate pricing and no long-term commitments. Learn how Adapt SEM can help manage your PPC campaigns better. Check out our free webinar at adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Sign up now for a free personal tour. Adapt.com slash webmaster radio. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with referback.com. They've shown me how to referback.com show me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash referback gives you free banners mailers even your own personal account manager oh can they help me make money off my blog too absolutely your websites your blogs they can all be making you money you can even earn 50 percent commission on your first month put some into your website just visit referback.com Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Jonathan Stefanski, who is the VP of Sales for Coop. Everyone is trying to find a way to take video and monetize it. I think what we're doing uniquely is really focusing on that aspect of it, which is video as a monetization tool as opposed to entertainment tool. But at the end of the day, we're all in business to make money and creating a platform for people that want to use video to sell um, products and services. Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Get clicked, covered, and rained on. All week long on webmasterradio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back. I am Maria Retan, and joining me today is Kristen Chase, blogger, entrepreneur, great mom, and brain behind the shopping blog, coolmompics.com. Kristen, welcome to the show. Hey, Maria. How are you? Thanks for having me. You bet. I'm so glad to have you on. In fact, I was just trolling on Cool Mom Picks just a moment ago. You've got some really cool onesies on there. I love those. I know. It's such a fun site, and I'll tell you what, it's really hard not to buy the stuff that we feature. In fact, we always tend to do it. So. Yeah, you've, you've got I know to be going Victorian broke with, your, with your plastic. I know. They're so cute. I was just like, oh, I have an um, eight- and a four-year-old, and I'm like, oh, too bad. They're too old to appreciate these. They're so <laughs> Darling. Well, before we get too too far into that, I want to talk a little bit first about your blogs. Can, for everybody listening out there today, can you talk a little bit about your blogs and your sites and when you created them and, and the differences between them? Sure. I started my first blog. <laughs> it's called Motherhood Uncensored, and I began writing that around November of 2005, I was a uh, on hiatus music professor. Uh, my daughter was just about 18 months old, and I didn't know any parents. And 
a friend of mine had a blog. She wasn't a mom. And I was like, oh, this could be really cool to try to connect with other people and write my stories. I was just having such a hard time adjusting to motherhood. So I started writing that. And then just from meeting other people and seeing what was going on um, in the blogosphere, I decided to start Cool Mom Picks. And that was about February of '06. And basically, that's a shopping blog, and we highlight non-mainstream, indie, artisan-quality, um, you know, boutique products, um, many of which are made by mom. So I started that and then joined up with a partner, Liz Gumbinner. And then from then, the, really, the, the other thing that I do, I mean, I write here and there, but the other blog that I have is Parent Bloggers Network, and that's where we have a network of about 90 bloggers. They're all parents. And we connect them with PR professionals and small businesses um, as a means to assist those companies in doing blogger outreach. Yes, and I definitely want to talk to you in just a few minutes about Parent Blogger Network because I think that there's some really great, great takeaways for people listening in today about how to tap that and what yes. it can really do for their business. But before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit, too, about, um, you know, People actually do make money at this, and they do. Uh, I know. I know you. You certainly do. I mean, you've already talked about the three different blogs you have. One's a shopping blog. The other one was done really out of this personal desire to connect with others, and then this this network, which I would imagine is where the bulk of your payday comes in. Generally speaking, I think Cool Mom Picks. We don't charge for reviews. Um, they're all editorial features. So for us, um, any you know monetary reimbursement is all from advertising. So we spent a lot of those first you know year and a half trying to build traffic. So you know actually pretty equally in terms of of income from both, but obviously from very different sources. Right, and you know the thing about Cool Mom Picks. I mean, I know there's other shopping blogs out there, and I would imagine that there's comp- there are companies out there that probably want to be on all these sites, but you do kind of have a niche when it comes to Cool Mom, don't you? Yes, we do. And I think that's so important when you're reaching out to bloggers. But, you know, at Cool Mom Picks, we don't mind, you know, um, in Moss um, pitches. However, you know, we really only feature non-mainstream, really small artisan products. We do feature some bigger items, and we have, like, a category for – you know, bigger companies that are doing cool things, and we try to incorporate it that way. But if it's something that you can find at Walmart or Target, it's probably not going to fit on our site. doesn't mean it's not cool, but it just, you know, we just have a very narrow um, niche, like you said. Mm-hmm. And that really, to the, your point, is it really does matter when companies are reaching out to you or PR professionals that do a lot of this work on behalf of their clients sure. to know the bloggers and the blog before they make that pitch. Absolutely. And it's really not that hard. I mean, if you look at our site, you just flip through the first main page, which has about you know, 10 or 11 posts. You can, you can very easily see what we would tend to highlight. And if you even look at our submission page, it'll say, you know, this is what we look for and this is what we don't. And, um, you know, some of the things are like diaper cakes. We just don't do diaper cakes, so please don't send us <laughs> – please don't try to submit a diaper cake because we will say no on principle. It's not cool. <laughs> no, but, yeah, we, we really try to highlight it. And I think bloggers, at least, you know, speaking for parent bloggers, I think in general they try to, to highlight what they would be interested in doing and not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do think you just have to take the time and, and do a little research. And I think so many companies don't do that. And it's pretty right. blatant when it doesn't happen. I mean, you get it these is. pitches it, that are just a waste of time. 
They really are, and they fill the email box. And what's been happening now is that a lot of bloggers have sort of a, um, a, a backlash um, you know, just because some of them are really offensive. You know, one, some of them that are really innocent and just don't know, you know, I'll send an email back and just say, you know, to be honest with you, most of my readers have kids around my age, and so something for, like, an 18-year-old isn't really going to fly, um, or I don't really care about some pet when, you know, dress up your pet contest. Because I, you know, did I, there are no contests on my blog, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure how you got the idea that I would be interested in it. Um, you know, but some of them, they just, they use the wrong name and they're like, make sure you let us know when you write about this. Very presumptuous. Mm-hmm. And I think bloggers are saying, hey, wait a second, you know, why are we getting these kinds of emails? Right. Well, and I, I don't know if you found there to be any better quality <laughs> in, um, in the pitching when it comes from an agency or a third party that has developed um, blogging relationships with communities or not. They've actually done it over and over again, so they actually recognize what you'll, what you'll focus on and what you want. But I know a lot of people listening out there have probably dabbled a little bit in what we in the biz like to call blog tours. Um, right. Talk a little bit, if you would, about um, Parent Bloggers Network and the work that you do through that and how you can assist companies out there looking to – Conduct blog tours and beyond, because there's many, many other things that companies can be doing to engage bloggers. Oh, absolutely. I think blog tours or review, you know, review campaigns are sort of the basic way, at least, and again, I just speak mostly for parent bloggers. I know that there's so many other bloggers out there. But really, we just take the legwork out of it. So if you want to reach out to bloggers um, and you don't want to send a bazillion emails and samples and then have no idea, A, whether they wrote about it, um, be whether what they wrote was nice or not, you know, for your client's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we find the bloggers for you, and we schedule the reviews, we keep track of them, and we're the single point of contact. So you don't even have to worry about contacting them. You do it all through us. And what's great, at least, you know, there's a, there are certainly a few companies that are doing this, but Julie Marsh, who's my partner, and I are both bloggers. We've been blogging for I don't know, three or four years, which blogging is like dog years. <laughs> That's a really long time. And so we know what's going to work well for bloggers and what they're going to be interested in and what they might not be, and then perhaps what you could add to the pot to sort of make it a little more enticing for them. But again, you know, the blog tours, people always email us. They're like, well, why should I spend the money? And we say, you're sending out all these emails. You don't know whether they're going to email you back. We can at least make sure that you're going to get 15 or 20 really great reviews um, Mm -hmm. that you don't even have to worry about because we take care of all that for you. And do you happen to know, I've, I've been curious about this myself, and you may not even have an answer for this because it just may not be data that's being able to be tracked, but I've been curious about when a review shows up on a blogger's posting or whatever, um, right. what's the pass-along rate for that? I mean, people come on, they read it, and they probably react to it, I'm sure, and they probably t- tell a few friends about it, but is there a way to kind of see what the pass-along rate is for a posting it's like that? It's really hard to track that, and I think that's why a lot of companies are so skeptical. It's because there's not really great hard data that says this is hugely successful. Because a lot of it has to do with the reader's loyalty. It also has to do with where the review is and if it's a really, you know, powerful product that relates exactly to what they write about. You know, and you're going to find that, but you're also going to find products that don't necessarily, you know, are hugely compelling. However, the blogger likes them and will write about them, and they may not get as, as good a response. 
But again, you know, your client's going to get links. They're going to get some feedback, even if it's just the blogger. Um, and again, with blog posts, as compared to ads and that sort of thing, you know, they're archived, and so the links are always searchable, which is a really, really big bonus. Right, and you said just a moment ago that there are ways to enhance a blog tour that can make it a little snazzier. Can you talk a little bit about what those things are? You mean enhance the the reviews themselves or enhance what the clients are trying to offer the (laughs) blogger? Yes and yes. No, I I really was thinking about enhancing (laughs) the reviews themselves that make it a little bit more intriguing for the blogger to write about. Well, you know, here's the thing. If a blogger... A lot of folks are really interested in numbers, and we understand that. You know, I came from a research background. I understand that you want 40 bloggers and you want, you know, 100,000 page views. But... Our feeling is if you can find 10 bloggers that can personally relate to your product, you're going to have a better quality review. You're going to have more feedback like you talked about before. So, for instance, if you're trying to, you know, I had this one um, product that I reviewed, which was like a a nasal aspirator for babies. Mm -hmm. And it seems really bizarre, but I had just written a post about how terrible the ones that I found are. And this PR person was, like, obviously Googling and searching and found my post and said, hey, you should try this one. And it was perfect, and I loved it, and I wrote about it, and it works so well. Now, then, you know, if you go to a blog marketing agency, like, hey, Parent Bloggers Network, we can find you moms with babies who are having a a terrible time with nasal aspirators. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then it's more compelling because they were folks that were having trouble with it in the first place. It's not sort of some random thing out of the blue. Now, of course, if you're offering an iPhone, that's way easier. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Giveaways are nice. <laughs> Giveaways are nice. But, you know, I think, too, when there's some, some value attached, and, you know, you know, when folks are like, hey, try out this bottle of juice, well, that's great. But what else can we offer bloggers, you know, to try something out? Can we offer them an honorarium, or can we buy an ad on their blog, or can we, um, you know, give them some type of gift or some type of incentive, you know, because we're obviously not paying them, and a bottle of juice is like, what, $3? <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, it needs to be a little bit grander than that. And I, and I am sure that there have been great examples of wonderful um, outreach that have happened and then also just terrible things that have happened as well. And unfortunately, we're going to need to take a quick break, but when we come back, um, I want to touch briefly on any pitfalls that you think companies will want to avoid. And then also I want to talk to Kristen a little bit about this huge blogger gathering coming up in San Francisco where she's going to be speaking. So stick around. More purse strings when we come right back. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Don't be fooled by your web analytics. If you think your web analytics are giving you all the information needed to manage your paid search accounts, you'd be shocked to see what they're not telling you. How are you tracking sales received over the phone that resulted from your PPC ads? Now, you can track call-in sales by campaign, search engine, and keyword with engine-ready call analytics. Optimize top spending keywords with more accurate tracking and achieve higher PPC profitability. Get started now tracking your PPC call and sales with Engine Ready Call Analytics. Visit EngineReady.com to see how easy and inexpensive accurate call and tracking can be. EngineReady.com. Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. 
When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go with SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but... Oh, here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh, my. He crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with a sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's Sure Hits. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. It's time to do your thing, affiliate thing. We've got Kelly Stevens from Affiliate Fairplay. So you have a, had this report come out yesterday about force clicks. What want you to go out and do that research? I started having a lot of affiliates asking me about the different tactics. And I started getting a sense that this is starting to happen a lot more. The talk is a lot greater than the actual prevalence. And people are assuming that this practice is going on a lot more than it really is. So I decided to take a look and see how many coupon sites were forcing clicks. Affiliate thing. Dig it. My broadcast Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. Because not everyone's last name is Gates. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. Kristen Chase from Cool Mom Picks and Parent Bloggers Network joins me today. We've been talking about ways companies can tap bloggers like Kristen to engage consumers about products and services. And um, Kristen, uh, right before the break, we were talking about blog tours and ways to really make it more attractive for the blogger to put a positive post out there for the world to see. But I'm sure there's some things that will really turn bloggers off. And you've talked a little bit about having the wrong pitch being sent to you, but there are there other things that companies will want to avoid? Well, I think, you know, the first contact that bloggers have with um, companies and PR professionals is generally the pitch. And so, you know, that in itself is so powerful. I mean, there's not really any other instance where bloggers would interact. Of course, mm-hmm. I have seen... Um, some folks try to comment directly on a blogger's post, which we never, ever suggest. <laughs> uh, exactly. So just, you know, unless you're going to actually comment as a blogger and not mention anything about your product and you're just saying, you know, that was a great post or interesting and then leave it at that and don't link back to a company website. It's just not kosher. Um, but really, you know, it's just underestimating the power of when that email gets into the email box because unlike other um, – news outlets, and I think blogs are different than regular news outlets, but what's happening is the emails can be published as is on a blog instantly. And mm-hmm. so you're, it's not, and you're representing a company with that email. 
So you just have to make it as friendly and as personal as possible. Because if it's not, you know, you have to think that, man, this blogger could, could bash the company, not necessarily the PR person, um, right that day in a post. I mean, Twitter, yeah. had, Twitter is a powerful tool for spreading the word. <laughs> Sometimes Good the bad word. and bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We want to avoid the bad. And I, I know issues like this are going to be the topic of Blog Her 08, which is the conference yeah. I was talking a little bit about. It's coming up in, what, a couple, about 10 days or so in San Francisco. Very quickly. Yeah. It's, I know. It's a huge conference. And I know you're going to be speaking there. What are you going to be talking about? I'm actually going to be talking about just this topic. Really Perfect. about this is great. This is great practice and, for you. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it is good. It's good practice. But yeah, about monetizing and and not so much about the different options that bloggers have to monetize. There's another session on that. But more so, you know, how bloggers can interact with folks that contact them with an interest in being on their blog or doing reviews, and you know, any policies that you might have, and you know, ways that folks have taken blogging to the next level for them, which I mean, you know, maybe for some it's entrepreneurship and for others it's um, freelance writing and all kinds of different things. Well, and obviously a lot of bloggers attend this conference, um, and, but that's not all. There's, there's actually PR professionals and others that attend the conference, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that for the most part, if you're looking to learn more about blogging in general, you'll find great value in going to blog her business, which is in the spring. It's usually, I think, end of March, early April, and that's held in New York. Um, but certainly you'll get much out of the San Francisco conference that's coming up. I think it starts the 18th of July. But again, those are going to be more how to blog, what bloggers are blogging about, and less about how to connect with bloggers themselves, although my, po- my, my uh, uh, session is going to be about that, so there will be some. Yeah, there'll be a little something probably yes. for everybody who's interested in the topic, I would imagine. Nope, and for those true. of you, um, a lot of people out there, if you want to go online, you can check out the conference at blogher.com. There's information on the conference, and I think you can still sign up for the conference, even though it does start July 18th, as Kristen said. Um, before we go, I was just curious, what do you think some of the trends are on the horizon for blogging, Kristen? I mean, I know you're so deep into this. Can you see <laughs> the next three to five years ahead? You know, I really see blogging as becoming a very well-respected, um, you know, and I, I keep saying news outlet, but media outlet. So a place where folks are going first. So perhaps even instead of going to um, a main um, TV show or um, news station's website, they're going to go to their uh, to the blogs, and it could be a blog that's associated with that website, or it could be you know something totally separate. But I think that personal commentary, you know, I think it's also why reality TV is so popular. It's like the real people thing. We like hearing from real people. We like hearing the personal stories. Granted, not all blogs tell personal stories, but I think at, at some level there is that personal touch that is appealing to the masses. So I see that happening. I see mm-hmm. more people. I mean, even now, it's just everyone, most people know what a blog is, where even like a year or two ago, people don't. But also I see a lot of bloggers sort of coming over into mainstream media as well, publishing books, um, writing for newspapers, um, you know, and they got their start as bloggers. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you certainly parlayed it into a really successful business model as well. And for those people interested in maybe 
tapping your skills, maybe finding out more about Parents Bloggers Network. What? How do you recommend they get in touch with you? They can find me easily if you just go to www.parentbloggers.com. We have um, a form email that you can fill out and, and you know send that to us, or it's just parentbloggers at gmail.com. And that's sort of where I funnel most of um, what I do because, again, you know, there's review campaigns, but also we do consulting. And mm-hmm. so um, we can help you work with bloggers, and we don't necessarily have to do the work. We can just help you know how to do it. Yep, fabulous. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. I'm, I'm so grateful that you could join me today. Thanks for having me, Maria. It was a pleasure. Yeah, it was a pleasure, and I wish you the best of luck at the conference coming up on the 18th. And Thank you. for those of you um, folks out there, you, you want to check out that cute onesie I was talking about at the top <laughs> of the show. Yeah. And trust me, it's worth it. Go on to coolmompics.com and check it out. Um, and go there often because there's so many cute things. Um, so thanks, Kristen. I'll, hopefully we can connect soon again. And thanks to George for another great show. Appreciate my producer so much. Join me next Tuesday at 3 for another segment of Purse Strings. I'm going to be joined by Nancy Robinson, Vice President of Consumer Strategist for Iconoculture. And she specializes in millennials, Gen Wee, and moms. Those of you out there who are not familiar with Iconoculture, it is a trend-watching organization, and they are watching a brand-new trend called Twisted Traditionalists. I just love that. Twisted. Uh, So you're going to want to check out our Twisted Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3. Until then, have a great one.